Hello and welcome to the One More Mile Tipcast, episode 132. Hey, hey, folks, we are picking up where we left off in my last tipcast, uh, where I discussed why using Pro Cyclist probably not the best model for judging the benefit and the use of high intensity interval training and why we really need to ask why pros might benefit from all that volume and the lesson we can take from that yada 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 are in this tipcast i want to go on and offer you some very simple tips related to the polarized training model and really how to adjust your intensity distribution. So one of the questions that I often get uh, is about how to deal with really short rides, okay? And this comes up because we always get into this balancing act because particularly for people who are not elite athletes and it's winter time, hours of the day shorter, it's colder, all that stuff. And you're kind of stuck with, well, you know, I want to get some fitness, okay? I want to improve my performance in various aspects of my training. Uh, I don't have a lot of time. Uh, What do I do with those short, you know, those short days uh, where I'm going to ride easy? Because, again, we all know that you need a certain amount of volume uh, to really make the most of it. And that gets difficult. Uh, So I'm going to offer a couple tips but I want to give you some insight and kind of background on on this line of thinking and this comes kind of back to what I cover in a lot of my coursework and and I have to tell students training time and overall volume are essential to the ultimate success in sports uh, or even uh, like weight loss okay the reality is that energy turnover or expenditures what is really driving most of the uh, adaptations in the body. Uh, It's why fasted training can result in some nice added benefits to your endurance training and why intervals can be a big, here we go, fitness boost, uh, especially with specific aspects of your performance. But if volume is is essential, intensity is really that secret sauce, the spice to transform the flavor profile of your training. Why? Well, because it's hard training that forces the body to sacrifice. Sacrifice what, you might be asking. Well, when we're talking about sacrifices, we're really talking about how the body is going to marshal its resources because it likes to maintain that that homeostasis, that nice kind of balanced, uh, you you know, feeling throughout the body, you know, blood pressure, heart rate, all that stuff. Uh, And we we don't like to go out of that. And so when the body has to move out of that, it gets uncomfortable. And so it's got to make choices. All right. And one choice is blood flow to the rest of the body uh, to bring more blood flow to the muscles or perhaps the skin for cooling. So you're going to cut blood flow to areas like uh, you know, the gut or the stomach, okay? You're going to cut blood flow to maybe, uh, you know, some of the other non-essential areas, maybe your arms, okay? If you've ever gone out for a run on a really cold day, you start out the run, your hands are blocks of ice, all right? That's because more blood kind of gets sent to your leg muscles, but as your body heats up, you have to cool itself so the blood comes back to your hands and your hands eventually get warmer, Okay, um, increase heart rate, 
okay, is another aspect of, of that, that body sacrifice. And we've got to increase the heart rate. We've got to increase the strength of contractions, all right? And that added intensity is going to be like weight training for the heart. Same way with the diaphragm, okay? Our breathing rate's going to go up. Our diaphragm's going to get a little bit stronger. And as I already mentioned, ATP turnover, Okay, just simply needing ATP and breaking them down and recreating them or reconstituting them uh, is really going to force us to kind of make choices in the body. All right, the high intensity tells the body we need more because things are getting really hard and you need to be better prepared the next time. It's also why when you train above race pace, the old race pace gets easier. Uh, and the new race pace gets faster, and it really hurts. So that that really doesn't change. Uh, the old adage, you know, it doesn't get easier, you just get faster is kind of true because if you're really trying to improve your overall performance, uh, yes, you're going to get faster, and it's just not going to feel any easier. But all that intensity is demanding, and it makes you tired. So a little bit goes a long way. That's why the rest of the training is lower intensity. Uh, is this a bit simplistic? Yes, but this is essentially what the polarized training model is. Training really, really hard is is good for just a little bit. Okay, you don't need tons and tons of it. And going easy the other time, say zone one or two, or some people like to call it base, is where we spend it. So back in my last tip cast, where I was lamenting Gavin Mannion's misguided depiction of interval training as kind of the only means uh, to fitness, or it's just being a means to an end, uh, is really a small piece of the puzzle. And it's not really the puzzle itself. For most of us, you might only do one or two real hit sessions during the week. And by hit, again, I mean VO2 max intensity or even much higher, okay? The rest of the training is going to be much less than threshold. This can look different for everyone, but one general tip I give people is that if you train really hard one day, the next day is gonna be really easy. So this is what you can do with those really short training sessions is that you're gonna alternate kind of back and forth. And again, this might seem common sense to some of you, to others, Perhaps not, but what I generally find is that people who have less time to train, especially if they only have like an hour to do a bike ride, and I see this a lot of times in triathletes because we have a hard time splitting up all our training, and I'm actually working with somebody this winter that, that faces this dilemma. It's like, okay, well, I did a you know a hard run last night, but I only have an hour to ride today, and I want to make the most out of that ride, so I'm going to ride kind of hard. And honestly, that's really the wrong approach. I'm not saying that's a wrong approach every time, but most of the time it's probably the wrong approach because, again, you're going to get in this rut where you're training kind of hard, and then when you have to go really hard the next time, you're not going to be rested enough. All right. So if you want to learn more, check out my next tipcast. I'm going to give some more details about how to implement all this. Um, but really, the thought process you want to go through is that polarized training isn't just about you know maintaining this this perfect balance in your training all of the time. It's about the overall intensity 
profile and okay this gets back to the beginning of my tip cast where I said adjusting that intensity profile you want to make sure that maybe every four weeks or maybe every two months you're looking at that intensity profile so that it does look more polarized where maybe 25% or 30% is is above that zone one or two and then the rest is zone one or two okay and I and I really like to say maybe about 60% so the bulk of your training is always going to be relatively easy or lower intensity and then the rest of it can be higher intensity and then as the spring approaches uh, you can start to maybe add some more volume in there to bring up that percentage a little bit more but when you look at your training, say from maybe the beginning of November, when you start to really dip back into your your serious training, to June, when you look at that big picture, that should look more like the polarized training so that maybe 70% or, or even, dare I say, 80% of your training is spent in zone one, two. If you have any other questions, feel free to email me at Go one more mile at gmail.com. That's go one more mile at gmail.com. Remember, folks, to leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, those reviews are really helpful. If you love this tip cast, head on over there, give us a review. Head on over to www.go1mm.com and you can leave us a donation. And don't forget, folks, I am actually doing some Zwift running. And if you want to make a $100 donation, to the TipCast, I will participate in the Zwift Half Marathon. I'm not happy about that, but if you make a $100 donation, I'm going to do it just for you. As always, folks, I want you to go just one more mile. Later. Later.